0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your girl, Jessie May Peluso. How are you? It's been a wild week. Thank you for your patience. This episode is up a few days later than normal. I have had a stacked week, stacked with a sinus infection and starting to film my comedy special. So thank you so much for your patience. We have had a very productive week in many different ways. (laughs) I honestly am overwhelmed with emotion I did start to film my special I was at the bourbon room in Los Angeles shout out to the bourbon room and the Netflix is a joke comedy festival for hosting excuse me I've had a little bit of rose because it's fucking Friday it was such a dream come true thank you to the best production company who are the magical men and women behind tattoo redo and Kevin Bartell there for supplying his resources and employees to come shoot the special. I'm so fucking excited. I can't wait to show you guys. We've been talking about it for a while and it's coming to fruition and in, in the fashion of how we're shooting it creatively. I can't say too much only because it's still evolving and it's kind of new. I will let you know when you can look for it, where you can look for it, and all of those good things. But I just wanted to tell you guys what I was up to, and thank you so much for, for your support. This episode is a solo. Just me, your girl, OG, Jessie May. We get into a lot this week. I fill you in on the comedy special. I also talk about a little bit of uh, what I was dealing with having a friend come into town. And also I talk about my ex and John Stamos. It's a real situation. Don't miss this. Share it with your friends. And please, before you get into the episode, pause it right now, go to the review portion, leave a rate and review for me. I appreciate it so much. It helps us so much. And thank you guys, honestly, every week for coming back and listening to the podcast. We can't do it without you. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this week's episode with the one, the only, the future Mrs. Brad Pitt. Me. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host Jesse Mae Paluso. It's a personal. comedy, how hard it is to make it in this biz. I'm a fucking professional. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. I was going to hold for Airplane, but uh... I think it went by. There's probably going to be some ambient noise. (laughs) Like the chair creaking. Jesus. How is everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being a part of the pod, a part of the the movement, the Jesse May movement, which I think if I had to summarize into a couple words would be to not give a fuck. While giving a fuck, you know, a little bit of empathy and not give a fuckery is really what I'm here for. Today I am enjoying Wine Fellas, which is a bottle of wine that I discovered at my local store. You guys know I like to drink a little organic, and this is not an ad, this is not a paid advertisement. I am just, it's a Friday. I'm here with my Marshall's mug. I mean, does it get any better? The elegance. The attention to detail, each one of these crystals were single-handedly glued on by the hands of a tiny Asian child against their will. And we have to stop this. It's not right, but it looks good in the cupboard. This is my Marshall's mug. I got two of them because of the dragonfly. If you know, you know. And I am sipping on a little bit of this on a little Friday. A little Friday rosé. Not give a fuckery. That's what's going on. Cheers, everybody. Uh, Thank you for your patience with this week's episode. A lot's been going on. I'm going to fill you in right when I fill this to the brim. Unnecessary slurp, but just to let you know what I'm doing. An ASMR video will be available on my Patreon page very soon, as well as we have a grief survival guide update to do. Uh, We also have a... Uh, Jaleel White episode we have a Shannon Watts episode we mentioned them last week and a few other of my funny friends will be on this week it's me raw real uncut your girl Jessie May thank you for being here again I appreciate it truthfully so much each week that you guys come back and listen to my crazy thoughts and dealings in in the world my my Things that I experience that I share candidly here to let you know you're not alone in your pursuit. You're not alone in your pursuit. We all have highs and lows and struggles and strife. And I'm here to destigmatize all of it and judge you. You know, people always say, oh, I like her because she doesn't judge me. I'm going jug- to judge the fuck out of you. I think judgment is okay. I think judgment is necessary. You know, I want a friend to judge me. I want a friend to go, What the fuck were you thinking? That's true love. Uh, And speaking of true love, this was made in America. It says here, Mendocino. And this particular varietal is called Pink Dreams. I'm the girl who's like, oh, the label's cute. But I also enjoy a nice organic wine and no added sulfites because I think that's what really adds to the headaches. "Ah, Maybe alcohol isn't good for you, but you know what? I say, fuck it, it's Friday. So I find the ones that work, and if they give me headaches, I never drink them again. Because to be real, I'm not getting sloppy. I like a glass or two, like a civilized woman. I enjoy a glass of rosé or red. I fucking love a Pinot Noir. I'm Italian, you know? uh, We love wine. We love cheese. We love bread. All those things have histamines in them that make you go. (sighs) We're going to get to that. Mm. Cheers, everybody. Thank you for listening. I had a lot going on this past week. If you can hear me and you've listened to me regularly, you know that I do sound a little something. It is a little something. What it is, is my yearly allergies that happen, which is so sexy to talk about. I've been talking to this guy on Raya and we've moved our conversation to WhatsApp and I we're sending voice notes back and forth and I should play a couple because I'm like I've got my allergy congestion in these voice notes no shame I'm like why am I single I'm on these voice notes with my allergy induced stuffiness and congestion Thinking that that is something that a man wants to listen to. Well, at least he knows I'm a real human being and not an AI. But I have these terrible allergies that sometimes feel like a complete sickness. I have been testing. I do not have COVID. And the crazy thing is, if you can hear Carlin fucking walking through this studio, it drives me up a wall. It's like he sleeps I don't even know if you can hear it, but some people have mentioned being able to hear it. Because these microphones are really fucking expensive. You shouldn't be able to hear anything. There goes another airplane. Can you hear that? Carlin waits until I'm recording to fucking walk through. Just to... They're seriously like children. Anyways, ADD. I had my girlfriend Rose Hardy from the Tattoo Redo show that we did together here visiting me from New York. And she came on Sunday. We went... Immediately, if somebody comes to visit you to L.A. from New York, the first thing you should do, go to the beach. Go to the beach and renew the energy. Renew the plane, the flight, all of that weird, confined energy. Reset the energy from wherever you're coming from. It's always good to like go out to nature, reset your vibe, and get ready for vacation mode or whatever it is you're going to do. So that's what I planned. I planned to do some shroomsies and go to the beach, do some shrooms and go to the beach. So we did just that. Drove up to a nice little spot, a little secret beach. I know here in Los Angeles, not going to tell you, you're not even going to hear it on Carly's secret keeper podcast. It's that much of a fucking secret. No one's going to know. Okay. You're only going to know the wine I'm drinking. You're not going to know where I'm doing shrooms. So, We go to this beautiful beach. Let me get up in this shit. There we go. And do some shroomsies and laugh our asses off. We pee in the sand. We just had a really great time. Summer, hot girl summer pro tip dig yourself a little ditch and pee in the sand. You don't have to wade out to the ocean. Everyone knows what you're doing in the ocean, everyone's peeing. When, if you see people just standing shin deep, they're pissing, they're pissing down their, down their legs. Now, no more of that. The new hot girl summer pro tip is to dig a little ditch right under where you're sitting and pee in that. Girl code, you're welcome. So, we did that a few times. We peed right in our little vicinity. And then you create a nice little like perimeter so creatures don't come near you, like a nice piss perimeter around where you're sitting. <laughs> Another reason why I'm single uh we had a great freaking time you know it was really good to see my girl rose it was, she was my first visitor in my new place here in los angeles and it was nice to have someone come over and make it really feel like a home you know when somebody comes to visit you it's always strange like it wasn't weird with rose because we just get along so well but like having somebody in your personal space can be such a strange thing because you're like do they think i'm weird her and i were both talking about like the basket the little slut basket that girls have next to their bed. Every girl has a fucking slut basket. You know what I'm talking about. The basket next to your bed that has all your vibrators in it. It's got your lube, maybe like a little figurine from when you were younger to remind you when you were innocent and adorable and had dreams. And it has your vibrators from China. It's got a little bit of everything. And nights when you're lonely, you don't have to be lonely. You put your sweaty palm right in your slut basket and you have a great fucking night. (laughs) I put my slut basket away when Rose came over so she wouldn't have to look at it in its eyes. Don't make your friends look into your slut basket. That's true friendship. So she comes over and we do the most basic bitch thing we could think of. We put together a charcuterie. (laughs) We put together a charcuterie board. Hell yeah. Rose should open a charcuterie business. That's how good she is at building a board. This bitch knows how to build a board. Let me tell you. And. I love a good charcuterie. I fucking love a charcuterie board. You know you're an adult when you start sending out photos of your fucking charcuterie to your friends. I took credit for it. I was like, yeah, look at the board I made. I put one fucking gherkin on it. I didn't place any of the cheese. I put one gherkin so I could say it was mine. I Christopher Columbus the fuck out of her charcuterie. And it was delightful. I normally don't eat meats, like deli meats and cured meats. I'm actually a very particular person when it comes to what I put in my mouth. Contrary to popular belief, I do have high standards. And my sister calls me, high maintenance. I refuse to be called high maintenance. Just because your standards are lower than mine does not mean I'm high maintenance. You got to step up your own game for yourself. Don't try and and project and don't try to compensate in areas where you do not ask for what you deserve. First and foremost, Emily Peluso DeMarco. Emily Josephine Peluso DeMarco. We always used to call my sister Josephine when she would act like a bitch because it reminded us of our dad who sometimes had a really bad temper. And when Emily loses her temper, which is hilarious, we call her Josephine. Little side note. I digress. So I don't really, I don't eat the meats on a charcuterie board for the most part. But I was like, fuck it. Let me live a little. You know what living a little got me? fucking chimples look at that right there ginormous chimple for meat and charcuterie meat that's why i don't that's why i have high standards so i don't get fucking charcuterie chimples there's a science to this shit you eat too much dairy too much charcuterie meat and you get charcuterie chimples look into it those meats are completely saturated in chemicals and preservatives for the most part so i said fuck it i'm gonna get a chimple for this shit you're welcome digestive system and I enjoy the fuck out of it I gotta be honest I love a little spread of everything I love a little spread of everything I'm a sucker for some tapas I love some tapas and I have to say there's some things I want to get into I, I, I put together a whole bunch of stuff for today's episode I wanted to fill you in I have a photo of the charcuterie let me see we'll put it up right here look at that shit are you kidding me? That looks like something from In Style. It's like if if Vogue started to make food. This is how beautiful it is. I put one sprig of rosemary on that fucker. I Christopher Columbus the fuck out of this charcuterie board. I put one little fucking gherkin and I was like, "Look at my creation. Gorgeous charcuterie." And Really just had a great time. There's my friend Rose. We'll pop up that photo. Ooh, look at us. Look at them boobies. Yes, we were out doing some shroomsies with our boobies out. I've got my Accutane sun visor on because no sun can hit this skin because I'm on Accutane. Hence the charcuterie chimples. We're trying to blast those fuckers right off. I'm very particular about my meat, but my pharmaceuticals. Hey, if you can flash away and fire off the chimples on my face fucking throwing it down the hatch. I'm tossing two of them down the gullet, but let me see the ingredients on that charcuterie meat. You got to pick and choose. Okay. You make concessions where you need to make concessions. We had a great time. Uh, shout out to my girl, Rose. Thanks for coming and making car- charcuterie. <laughs> Thanks for being here and making charcuterie. So I'm getting to a point of Uh, The point that I'm trying to make, I sound like this because of my allergies, but the night after charcuterie, I woke up feeling a little off. Now I'm normally at a very homeostatic, I believe that's a word. I'm going to have to look it up because I like to correct myself live. Uh, I woke up, I normally am filled with homeostasis. Let's see, homeostatic, it's probably not a word. Oh, it is. Yes. I usually have a very homeostatic system because I'm kind of consistent with what I eat, exercising, and all of that. So I know when something's off. I can tell when the slightest thing is off. I know when a fallopian tube is just a little lazy. I know when my cervix is not at her fighting weight. I just know. I can feel it. Women are usually equipped with a very sensitive system where we have a high sensitivity. We're meant to have high sensitivities because we rear children they come out of us. These are all useful systems. I woke up feeling a little off and I just was like, what the fuck? And Rose said she was a little off and Rose had flown. And I was like, we need COVID tests.
1: We need COVID
0: tests right now. I was freaking out. Even though you guys know, I haven't really freaked out about COVID at all. Not that I haven't freaked out. It sucked when my mom was in the hospital and we couldn't get to her as a group because of COVID. COVID affected me in a different way. It made it hard for us to be with our mom, and that fucking sucked. And it made it very difficult during that whole process. You know, um, I can get into that in a, in in the grieving episode. We won't we won't turn this into that. <clears throat> Happy Mother's Day. My mine is dead. But the whole point is I woke up feeling a little off. And then Rose is like, you know, now that you say it, my nose is drippy. She's <laughs> its my terrible attempt at a New Zealand accent. Um, and when she said that, I'm like, we got to take COVID tests. So she had brought COVID tests in. We're just being safe because she flown from New York. She's got a few COVID tests. I take one negative. She takes three, all positive. <laughs> and we're like, fuck. It's like the next day of her being here and she's positive for COVID. And we're like, well, what do we do? What do we do? And we're just freaking out in the kitchen. We're like, what do we do? What do we fucking do? I'm like, should we do shrooms? She's like, yeah, let's do shrooms. So we do shrooms on an empty stomach. We do shrooms on an empty stomach. And that proved to be an interesting experience. Cut to her and I not being able to put makeup on and you know, why were we putting makeup on at ten a.m.? Well, shrooms is why. We're just we blasted off on shrooms. We're like, we need eyeliner, <laughs> we need mascara. Yeah. Have you seen your face in the mirror? Yeah, put makeup on. So we we she got she got COVID and we did shrooms. Move over, Dr. Fauci. There's two new scientists at the CDC. We're here and ready to serve. Okay, we are here and ready to fucking serve. We're ready to serve you. So she tests positive for covid. We do shrooms. And then the craziest. The the, the craziest. uh, Spectacle of events roll out. Then we go get a PCR. Her PCR is positive. Mine's still negative, but I'm developing symptoms and I'm starting to freak out. But all my symptoms were sinus focused, and so I started to like think, okay, well, this isn't COVID. I'm negative. So what end up what ends up happening is she was only positive for like twelve hours, and then had zero symptoms, had no COVID. I was negative the entire time and was taken down for like three days. I had a temperature. I could not breathe out of my face. Um, It was brutal. And I was like, why am I the most COVID person here but doesn't have COVID? So needless to say, this is the reason why the podcast is delayed this week. I was taken down by non-COVID COVID. COVID. (laughs) But I am on the mend. (coughs) Kind of. I apologize for the sniffles and the coughing. I have tried to keep it at bay as much as possible. But. You know, the whole point is Marry Me was a terrible movie. I don't know who saw it. I don't know whose idea it was to make it. It was fucking brutal. And let me tell you, my opinion does not determine the truth about anything. It's just my opinion. I'm sure millions of people enjoyed it. It's with Owen Wilson. Whoa. That sounded more like Chewbacca. Whoa. Now I can't not hear Chewbacca. Wow. <laughs> it's not getting better. It's getting worse. Owen Wilson and Chewbacca should have a wow off. That would be awesome. Just Owen Wilson going back and Chewbacca going back and then having a conversation of wows. I We need that. America needs that. We just need a Chewbacca Owen Wilson off. It's worth it totally worth it i'm gonna make deb cut that clip she's gonna hate me but the movie was so dumb i don't know who saw it, it infuriated me it infuriated me on a uh, spoiler alert the movie's stupid okay again I, I reference one of my favorite quotes from tina fey just because you decide you don't like something doesn't mean that it's empirically not good which is the whole point of an opinion it's just an opinion it's not truth it's truth to me but not you and that's cool some people probably love the fucking movie, and I call those people idiots. I love JLo. Lo, and I really love Owen Wilson. I just rewatched Wedding Crashers on a plane, laughed out loud. Still funny, still holds up. Him and Owen, him and Vince Vaughn, need to get back together to do something. But sometimes there's those actors who just bring out the best in people, and maybe those those two are who they are. But. J-Lo, I mean, Made in Manhattan, one of my fucking favorite movies. Monster-in-Law? If you don't like Monster-in-Law, fucking see yourself out. If you don't like Monster-in-Law, exit the premises. Jane Fonda? There's nothing she can do that's not good. This woman is, her comedic chops are so extensive. And that role, really, if you watch Monster in Law, you see the beginnings and the foundation for Grace Adler from, um, fucking Grace and Frankie. Is that is that, I, I I just threw that name out like that was her full name. Let's see um, if if that was her actual character's name. And we're gonna get back to the whole damn, uh, Grace. Is that, is that her last name? I don't even know if they reference her last name. It doesn't fucking matter. Grace and Frankie is an, an outstanding show. And you can see watching Monster-in-Law, where the foundation for Grace was built. I digress. The whole point is JLo's los made amazing movies. Marry Me is not one of them. It just was fucking... it. I don't like when production companies... I get it. I get why these things are made, but why they make movies because they, they make movies because or for people who are dumb. Like the audience, although people are fucking dumb, a lot of us aren't that dumb. And the thing that infuriated me about it was one, the the most infuriating thing and the most respected thing about Owen Wilson is he won't change his fucking hair. His hair is un faltering it's unwavered it is impenetrable his hair should be studied and replicated to build buildings to reattach retinas to <laughs> for the very fabric of of our of our american society should be built by the same fibers as owen wilson's hair Everything that is lacking, every weakness that exists in the universe should be rebuilt by Owen Wilson's hair because it's not moving. It's focused. It's maintained. It's consistent. It is a fortress. So anywhere where there's a weakness in the medical industry, in a building, in someone's bones, we need to put Owen Wilson's hair follicles there to rebuild it. You know I'm serious when I'm talking to you with my politician point. That's all I'm going to say about Mary was Fucking stupid. Guys, listen. Listen. I have been feeding myself with HelloFresh. It's basically the freshest farm pre portioned ingredients and seasonal rep- recipes. I was going to say repices. delivered right to your doorstep. I don't have a lot of time to cook. I don't have a lot of time to shop and they make it so much easier. You can skip trips to the grocery store, which is very difficult for me because that's where I really look my cutest. I'll go there without a bra and buy like a kumquat and leave. And I'm certain that I met my soulmate. So to avoid all of that embarrassing letdown, I can just count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit besides me. Uh, I'm America's number two meal kit. <laughs> you can get farm fresh seasonal produce and easy to make recipes delivered right to your door every week. It's all about convenience with HelloFresh. Not only do the, conveni- the ingredients come pre-portioned so you're not overbuying or wasting food. I always do that. And every time I throw something out from the fridge, my dogs look at me like I'm a, just a terrible person. They're like how can you throw that out? Why don't you put it in my mouth? But it's easier than ever to get filling meals on the table in a snap with options like family friendly or quick and easy recipes. Their chefs really know how to diversify the menu. There's seasonal recipes like salmon lemon and pasta primavera. I have made all of these and they're so delicious. And if you don't like salmon or pasta primavera, you can pick from 50 different weekly options. And it's so easy to skip weeks when you need to. If you're just feeling like you don't want to cook at home and you're going to go out into the world and try and wear a skirt and have a man buy you a meal, you can change your delivery date. It's just so amazing. I honestly tried it myself and I feel like a fucking chef every time. I'm, I'm inviting friends over and throwing the bags away and saying, I just whipped this up. Yeah, oh my God. I just, oh God, I don't even know what's in it. Yeah. Okay. There are perfectly portioned meals and ingredients. And sometimes I even save the sauces because the sauces are so good. That's how frugal of a bitch I am. I'll cut the sauce in half and put the other half in the fridge. I don't know if you're supposed to do that. Sorry, HelloFresh, but I've been hoarding your sauces. You guys, if you want to get involved, go to HelloFresh.com slash Sharp 16 and use code SHARP16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's right. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Sharp 16. That's S-H-A-R-P one six and use code SHARP16, sharp 16 that's s h a r p 16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts it's so amazing i hope you guys enjoy this and you'll find out why hello fresh is america's number one meal kit go do it immediately you're gonna feel like a professional chef and your dogs will look at you like how are you still how are you still single <laughs> The other thing I wanted to talk about was—I don't know if you guys remember—a um, few months ago I was robbed. I think I've talked about it on the podcast. I was robbed. I was dumb. I left a very expensive purse in the back seat of my expensive car. I'm not bragging. I—I I live very frugally since, hence the Marshalls mug. I am a frugal bitch. I am my mother's daughter. There are a couple things where I enjoy a little luxury. A bitch needs a nice bag once in a while. And I know we have to be conscious and eco-conscious and socially conscious and make sure the bag is made humanely. A fucking All right. We're all doing our best. Okay? We're all doing our fucking best. Okay? If you're out there bitching about the way things are made and how inhumane it is, let me go take a walk through your house and see all the products you have. I guarantee Bethany that there's a few shifty shits in your abode. I'm sure there's a couple questionable items in your household that aren't completely fucking f- female friendly, vegan, eco sensitive, dolphin free f- fucking blinds and in, in, in shower curtains. Okay. I'm really upset on that. I apologize. So I like a couple nice things. I live a frugal life. I'm not gonna fucking make ex I'm not gonna validate it to you fuckers. <laughs> so I was dumb and left it, and the universe taught me an expensive lesson, and my shit was stolen and one of the things that was stolen we've we've spoke about this, I know is my my comedy notebook. My notebook for the past two years was in this purse. And a lot of other things of mice, uh, of mice and men. The Old Man in the Sea was a book I was reading. Um, my Ray-Bans were in there. I had a couple sentimental items from my mother, my whole wallet, um, my favorite perfume, my f- just a whole bunch of things that were in that bag were everything was stolen. But the one thing besides my mementos for my parents being gone forever, that I was really sad about was my comedy notebook. Not that it's valuable. It's invaluable. It's a comedian's Bible. It's everything for us. It's all of our thoughts. I mean, it's everything. And it was gone. And I just was so, I felt so stupid. I felt so humiliated and vulnerable and fucking mad at myself for being so careless. And this is why rest is so important. I was exhausted. And when you're tired, you make really dumb mistakes. That's why I'm always like, has the pilot slept and did the surgeon take a nap today? Please prioritize your sleep. If you're someone whose job has got people's lives in your hands, please take a nap please. I don't want to hear I work good on fumes. Yeah. Well, this plane doesn't. So let's fucking re up our bodily fuel in the plane fuel so people can survive. So I just felt dumb. I felt really dumb. And somehow having my shit robbed in West Hollywood made its way to Santa Monica and my comedy notebook was unearthed. And I was able to retrieve it. And even though I didn't get my mementos back from my parents, even though I didn't get all the other things that were expensive, the fucking bag, which I bought for myself. You know, I don't have a lot of luxury items. I don't spend, excuse me, big chunks of money on things right now in my life. I'm investing and taking time to be very selective about those sort of things because I'm trying to build wealth. Not trying to show I'm living a fancy fucking lifestyle. I'm trying to actually live and grow and have uh, the capability and and luxury of be being able to travel and go see my sister whenever I want and go travel and bring my friends on trips with me and do things like have and make these amazing core memories. So you know, having my notebook back actually felt really fucking good. I felt excited and I got it back and I looked at the jokes and they were shit. They were shit jokes. (laughs) They were good jokes. I, I have been proud of what I've been doing, but couldn't believe my comedy notebook made its way back to me all the way across the city. It's so strange. So thank you to whatever soul did that. And whatever person read that I was going to give them a reward. Sorry, it's a notebook. It was a joke. I wrote $10,000 reward. I, it's a $5 notebook. The jokes are worth more than that to me. So thank you for whoever returned them. I appreciate you. And um there's so there's a couple of things I wanted to talk about as well in this episode. One Let's see what we can get into here. I have a few um speaking of family, there's this app I'm using. I'm using Duolingo to learn Italian. And all I know how to say is the man cooked the chocolate cream. L'uomo coco a crema, cre- la crema il chocolato, al cioccolato. See, it's, it's still, it's, it's, a little, it's a little choppy. There's, we're, we're workshopping it. The point is a lot of the phrases Duolingo has you say, a comedian was talking about this. I forget what comedian made this joke. A lot of the phrases are unusable. I'm gonna be like, oh, look at the man cooks the chocolate cream. who's when am I ever gonna say that? I've never even said that in English. So there's been a couple instances of sentences that Duolingo has me say that are just fucking it's it's hilarious. it really is funny and I you know you're there on Duolingo and you're like what ha? What did now? What did they just say? What am I supposed to say? So here's one. This one said "Luigi taglia il formaggio," which means he cuts the cheese. <laughs> Come on, we've got to find some database to create to at least put all of the phrases that mean something else. So when you go to a country and you say something, you know what it means. He cuts the cheese. So this guy farted. In Italy, it doesn't mean that. But still, I'm going to laugh saying it. Louis Taglia like This fucker farted. It's ridiculous. Fart Friday. I'm going to have to post this shit for Fart Friday. Uh, another one. Mia Sansa and El Prigioni. My sister is in prison. What? What's happening in Italy? I bet your sister's in prison for passionately murdering her lover. That sounds real Italian. Where's that Netflix murder show? Mia sensa in al prigione. My sister's in prison and this guy cuts the cheese. I'm not going to make it a block in Italy. I'm truly not. I'm trying hard to learn the language, but I'm not going to make it a block. It's hilarious. It's very inspiring. Um let's see what else I want to talk about here. Uh, there's a couple messages you guys have sent me. We'll get to those at the end of the podcast. Um some DMs I've gotten. This is fun. Just a guy sending me photos of his farm animals, which by the way, I'm listening. Looks like there's a dog in a jacket. I don't know if it's a dog or like some sort of gatekeeper. It kind of looks like Zool. And then here's just an adorable pig. Yes. And then another dog and a chicken. This guy's obviously inviting me to live with him on his fucking farm. That's how you flirt. Show me a picture of your yacht, your animals, the food you feed me, your savings account, your bank account, your offshore investment account, your Swiss bank account, And your funeral plot. This guy showed me a picture of his black dog, his black cock, his pig and his dog in a jacket. That's how you fucking flirt. Okay? That's how you do it. Truthfully, I wish, I really wish I could show you guys photos of people on my dating apps because you would not believe what goes on. You wouldn't believe what people post. You wouldn't believe the things that are said between people. Well, let me, I'm on Raya. I I normally wouldn't publicize this, but since Carly and I talked about it on girl, which is my podcast with girly Patreon exclusive, please subscribe. I'll read to you my, my portfolio, my profile, which is basically my dating portfolio. Let's be real. Um, Here's my photo. I'm being very vulnerable right now. There's my photo, red light, special, boom. You know, it's a little mysterious. I, 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 it looks like me. It's not like you're. I'm gonna show up and you're gonna be in shock. I have thought about putting a picture of Gary Busey and just being like, let's do this and see who responds, but probably a lot of people wouldn't get the joke. Here's my portfolio. <laughs> I love the outdoors. I love the indoors. I love the movie, The Great Outdoors. I love food and am a reader of books. I'm available to get to know. You looks like Rip Wheeler. Me, will work for food. You know, fun, cute, sense of humor, kind of saying what she wants and needs. And I don't know where Brad Pitt is. I'm wondering where he is because I've made it relatively clear. I probably should say if you're not Brad Pitt, keep swiping. But you can't be funny on these apps because motherfuckers don't know. They don't get it. They think you're being serious and it's no fucking fun. So here I am putting myself out there and it's let let me be let me be really really clear about where I'm at in my life. I'm in no place of feeling desperate. I'm meeting people and being like, "Nope, here's what I want. You don't want that, cool. Nope. I am not in a place in my life where I am willing to compromise the things that are important to me. That's all. I'm done giving less to those who, I'm done giving more to those who give me less, basically is where I'm at. And if we're not a match, cool, 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 cool. I'm cool with it, sis. Well, not sis. I wish I was into women. Carly has always joked about that. I wish I was into women. It Not that it'd be easier, but I feel like it'd be a a different kind of hard <laughs> Because it wouldn't like be hard, hard, like the kind of hard I enjoy. It'd be emotionally hard, which it still is with men. The good thing is I don't feel desperate. I really don't. I feel secure in who I am. For the first time in a really long time. I'm just going to freshen this up. For the first time in a really long time, I feel really great with who I am. And that's come at the heels of losing the two most important people in my life realizing this is not a survival guide. This is not a grief survival guide episode, but when you go through things that humble you, you get rid of the shit that doesn't work for you anymore. That's all I've done. And I know what I want. I know what I can give. And that's a really great feeling. And so it's so much easier to say no. When you know what you want, it's so much easier to say no. And you don't feel bad about it. You have to get through so many no's to get to a yes in all aspects of life, in the aspect of your career, your relationships, your your dreams, your desires, your children, your workplace. You have to go, go through so many no's to get to a real yes, but the yes are so much more worthwhile. So that's why I don't give a fuck. It's not cockiness, it's confidence. I feel more confident these days. But I will tell you a real source of concern in my life right now, a place where I'm feeling really threatened and just kind of hurt and not knowing what to do and where I need some of your guys' help and, and guidance. And that's pertaining to the subject matter of my ex-boyfriend and John Stamos becoming best friends. Now, if you were to direct your attention to evidence A – Here we see Giannis out for a fun night out for the wife and I with some good people in old New York. Fucking John Stamos. Okay. 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 What the fuck is going on here, fellas? Uh, what the fuck is going on here is all I got to say. Cause then we see another photo. Oh, this is a photo of John Stamos. Episode of Long Days Out Now on Giannis's page. The story of how John Stamos met the Rat Pack and became great friends with Don Rickles. Not one mention to me. I feel like I brought you two together and I'm not getting enough goddamn credit for this union. This new best friend ship situation. Here's another photo. Oh, here's Giannis and John. By the way, both the same name. Giannis is Greek for John. John is American for Giannis. Giannis Pappis. Look at them just on a live. yakking it up. Having a great time. Giannis looks like a court appointed lawyer. (laughs) He'll laugh at that. Both of his parents are in law. Were in law. R.I.P. His parents were amazing. And look at John Stamos looking rich. Come the fuck on. What are you two doing? What are we doing here? Why am I the third wheel in the in the relationship? I am the reason you two t- came together. I remember John. Let's not forget, Mr. Stamos. Giannis made fun of you years ago. Let's not forget. He made fun of you years ago on Twitter and said something about John Stamos once being an American icon. Now he's selling Greek yogurt. I know you remember it. I know you fucking remember it. Because you responded to him that us Greeks have to stick stick together. You responded to him on Twitter. Us Greeks have to stick together. And if you don't take that down, I'm going to steal your hot girlfriend. That'd be me, motherfucker. That hot girlfriend was me. And now it looks like you two are getting real fucking cozy. And I don't appreciate it one bit. I don't appreciate it one fucking bit. You know, when I when I was a little girl and I sat at the edge of my bed and I prayed to the Lord above to make John Stamos be in my life, specifically my husband, this is not what I foresaw. This was not the life I was planning. And I think that somewhere God got a little bit of the telephone game and maybe the reception was bad and he misunderstood what I said. You have to be careful what you ask for because you're never going to get it the way you want it. And I'm so glad my ex and John Stamos are best friends. I hope you guys fucking enjoy it. (laughs) It is really cute. I will say I think it's adorable. Here's a photo of Stamos, uh, Dimitri Martin, and John uh, Giannis all together. Uh, Just adorable. I love to see Greeks supporting Greeks. We love it. We love to see that. We love that journey for all of you. Just wondering where my fucking invite is. That's all I'm asking. And, and Stamos, I told you, you better be careful. Tell Caitlyn to keep her head on a swivel because I think, I think uh, Giannis wants to be your pool boy. And I'm here. I'm here for any moral support that anyone needs. You know, it's adorable. It really is cute. I think it's so funny that it's happened that they've become friends and they actually hang out. It's hilarious. Life is strange, and I wish you both the best. Let's get to some emails from our fans. Uh, We have a few messages here. There's a couple, it looks like. Um, First, I I want to tell you about a rabbit hole I went down. Um, And also, how have I not mentioned my special already? I'm so busy frustrated about stay most of my ex I started I started to film my special this past week and I say that because we're taking a different approach with it creatively I can't say too much because I don't want to give it all away but thank you to the Netflix is a joke festival for hosting and presenting a night for me for helping me with my filming thank you to the best production company and Kevin Bartell there um Thank you to um, just everybody who came out to the shows, all of my friends who showed up. Um, I had Kalia McNeil hosting, Katie Kazorla. We had Nikki Paris, Matt Reif. My assistant Deb was there. Jack Fink, who's an amazing show producer in LA, was there. My psychiatrist showed up. I still have to email him on Fridays. I have to email Doc Amon every Friday. Thank you, Doc Amon and Natalie Buchos, both of you for showing up. Sarah Barthel, um, my bestie Sarah, Chris, my, my other bestie, my neighbors and my sister's old neighbors. So many people showed up and supported me. Even a guy I met at the coffee shop, Martin. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast, I told you I was fucking funny and so- somewhat famous. Thank you to everybody who showed up. It, it's been a long process, and I'm excited to have started it. I know I've talked about it for so long, and I've been working on it for so long. A lot of the work is unseen, and um, I've told you guys for a while that I've been working on something, and I also was sick, so I was trying to navigate getting better and prepare for this special and try to keep it all together and I'm really proud of myself that I put a boundary around my health and made it a fucking priority and rested for as much as I could to prepare for filming and I think I looked cute I had little leather pants on sorry so sorry to the vegans out there um I had a really cute top I was showing some skin I felt confident and I felt present so grateful for the love I received really grateful for Kevin Bartel and everybody at the best production company for believing in me. He and they shot and produced the tattoo redo show. And he was just on board from day one. And he's been such a supporter of mine. He's one of the coolest realist dudes that I have met in this industry. And I will, follow him like a puppy anywhere just because he's so fun to work with. And he brought his camera crew out. They set up the room so fucking beautifully here. Here's a shot. Oh, look how good that looks. Look how good that looks. Look at that lighting. And you can go to my Instagram page. I did a little tribute post of the night. So if you want to see some photos and read about it just a little bit, that's there. So that was something that happened this past week that I was preparing for and have been preparing for really my whole life. And it's so wild, you know, because I was thinking about these big milestones that happen. And sometimes because of the nature of them, especially the nature of how I'm shooting this special and it's going to be in bits and chunks, that it doesn't feel like a big... Not that it doesn't feel like a big accomplishment. It just has a different feeling when it lands, you know, it's not like people are like, you know, if I had made this my one shot, my, and we're going to shoot it in one night and I'm going to invite everybody and I have to get it right in one night that hits a little bit differently. So it didn't have this huge cushion of like a celebration around it. I also wasn't really promoting it that heavily only because I wanted to maintain the quality of what I was trying to do. And I accomplished that. You know, everyone has a different path and a different way of approaching what they're doing, and I know how I work, and I know what works for me, and the most minimal pressure and fluidity is so important for me, having it be a fluid night, having the energy be good. I can't have people around me that are complaining. I don't like a complaining energy. So everybody that I booked is representative of uh, somebody who reflects an energy that is fluid and positive and sort of conducive to creativity. So thank you to everybody who showed up, who supported, and I can't wait to show it to you guys when we're done with it. It's going to be a little bit of a process, but I, I really am so proud of myself. And I sort of struggled with saying that out loud only because I'm not used to saying it to myself because usually I've had my parents to remind me and I've had to adopt their language and their voice to fill in that sort of void. And I say it out loud now and I, the moment I start to feel like, oh, you shouldn't say that to yourself. I'm like, well, I'm not, it's my parents. It's their energy. So I'm really proud of what I've done and Proud that I've stuck with it because this is definitely a challenging career. It's a challenging time. A lot of us have our own individual struggles and strife that have sort of tested our fortitude and tenacity and ability to stick it through. And I don't do that alone. I know a lot of people are like, I did this alone. You don't fucking do anything alone. You don't even get a coffee alone. I had to walk down the store with my dog, and four people were involved getting this this Rose and a lot more people built this glamorous mug. We don't do anything alone. We're, we we do not come into the world alone. It's impossible. It's impossible to do anything alone, even in death. Well, maybe some people die alone. That got a little dark, but who knows after death, we're hopefully welcomed by a, a bounty of souls. So I don't claim that I've done anything alone and I thank everybody who's helped me along this process and this path and I'm forever indebted to those souls and forever grateful for the love that's been shared with me, especially this weekend, right? Right. Well, this this recording and having everybody there with me, it just felt fucking awesome. And thank you for your patience with this podcast being up late and uh, let's get into a couple. Emails. This one was really funny. I don't know if he knows I'm gonna read this on the pod. And l- let me see if we've cornered some of our phone calls and v- yeah, we got a phone call here and we've got a DM. So let, let's go to the phone call before we get into the emails. I again I I don't know. Let's just see. Uh, Hello, my name is Ella Galila, and I'm calling on behalf of Canatron. Um, They are considering using credit cards to pay for future business invoices. We just want to ask if your company would accept the credit cards as a form of payment and also if there would be any fees or conditions when paying business invoices. Okay, that's not a fan. I'm getting spam calls. I don't even know what what Canatron is. (laughs) Sounds fucking fun. Canada Tron just a bunch of dudes in flannels d- handing out sh- sh- shot skis of maple syrup going hey you want another shot Eh? it's just a bunch of Justin Trudeau impersonators and uh, who's there Ryan Ryan Reynolds Tom Green God, there's so many great Canadians. I Fucking love Canada, I really do. You guys are amazing, but I don't know what the fuck Canada Tron is. Is that where we just all go and dry hump and a a sweet maple? What happens? It's just a Sasquatch hunting party. We got to go to Canada Tron immediately. Somebody give me a fucking ticket. Okay, well that that backfired. I apologize. Oh, well, we have. See. In the interim of us having a conversation, the guy has sent me more photos. Look, there's a horse with, I think he's got a missing eye. That's a little creepy. Oh, no, does he have a missing eye? He's got a missing eye. Now this guy's really tapping into my heart, my heart chakra. It kind of looks like the, um wasn't there like a, a creature? What was that person from? Was it Poltergeist where the eyes the eyes kind of popped out? There was some horror movie where there was empty eyes and something crawled out of it. Sorry for that visual, but but look at what this guy's sending me. There's a horse. I don't know what's happening here, but there seems to be like a little hot tub. Is there? Is that like a horse cold dip? Is that a fucking Joe Rogan farm, bro? What in the Cameron Hayes is happening? He's got a cute puppy and another puppy. This is how you flirt. Just send me your fucking puppy photos. Okay, let's get into these emails. Okay, so I don't know if this guy knows I'm going to read his email on air. I'm assuming he thought I was going to read it. And this is what you get. I won't say your name. Hello, Jesse Mae. I'm Eric. I'm a big fan of yours. I've seen her a lot of your stand-up and podcasts. I'm going to make this as short and sweet as possible. Bear with it. LOL. I'm going to stop you there. Something I've prohibited myself from continuing to do and something I've stopped myself from doing is putting LOL in a place where I'm feeling insecure because LOL usually is a quantifier. LOL is used because we don't feel hundred percent confident in what we're saying and we're anticipating the other person thinking who the fuck do they think we are. So we put that there as insurance and maybe like a little bit of a buffer. You don't need it. Say what you want to say with conviction. Don't put an LOL, a smiley face. Don't do anything. Just say it and let it breathe. That's my first bit of of advice. Not that you asked for it. I'll I'll go back. So listening to your stuff, I've come to realize that we have a lot in common. Now I'm by no way means, I'm a terrible reader. Now I'm by no means a Bautista or Pitt see, now you've made me, you don't, you're setting me up. You, first of all, you're, you're cutting yourself short and you're, you're setting me up to be disappointed. You're, you're doing something that's actually kind of smart in negotiations, which is an acquisition. I don't need it. He says, what I lack there, I make up for with humor, honesty, and loyalty. I mean I'm not terrible looking and I don't live in my parents' basement, nor am I married or have kids, nor wanting your money and fame. So he's done his research. He knows, he knows the deal. There's no ulterior motive here. Well, there is. You're trying to marry me. That's the motive. Just would like an opportunity to get to know and talk to you. And I'll say, and I'll say this now. I'm not a creeper or stalker. See, the moment you say that, I'm assuming you are. The second you say you're not. My brain's like, bing, 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 bing. He is just because I'm a woman. You leave that out. I'm I'm perverted, sarcastic as fuck. I love that you go, I'm not a creeper or stalker, but then your next sentence is I'm perverted. I will tell you the one thing stalkers and creepers have in common is perversion. (laughs) I'm perverted, sarcastic as fuck and vulgar, but no weirdo. That's hilarious. Horror movies are my shit zombie remakes and of course the classics eli roth the green inferno what shit of that nature lots of the views and opinions you have i'm in the same ballpark i'm bouncing all over i know trying to get tons of information in as little as possible uh, let's see what i'm getting at is that if you're ever if you are ever wanted to shoot the shit Go for ice cream, zoo, coffee, food, whatever. I know you travel a ton. So if you're ever in the Houston or surrounding area, it would be dope as shit to meet you. Hell, even if you have some time, I'll fly to you. See, that's now now we're getting into the creeper status. Okay, you're offering to fly to me and saying you want to take me to a zoo, which sounds really cute, but sir, sir, you got to slow your roll. No bigs. I know that sounds weird as fuck. See, I should have just probably read further. Thank you for realizing that. But this day and age of online dating and chat and Snapgram and Tic Tac, I thought I'd shoot my shot. I have zero social media except Facebook. If you decide to blast me for whatever purpose, all good. <laughs> all I ask is you change the name. No harm, no foul. If you know me, you know that I read these sometimes unedited, I won't say your last name. I appreciate your email. I think it's so sweet. My capacity to date anybody who knows who I am in this fashion is done and exhausted. Uh, It's Brad Pitt or bust. But thank you so much for your message. I think it's adorable. And I will say this. I think it's great to put yourself out there. I think it's awesome as a man or any woman or person saying what they want and standing in conviction with that. So, good on you, brother. It's just not today for me. It's for that reason. I'm out. Okay. For the reason of me needing to protect myself and wanting to meet my soulmate in a very natural way, even though I am on dating apps and I know for sure I'm not going to meet my soulmate off of Raya. It's going to be in a farmer's market where Brad is like casually shopping, even though I put the feelers out and asked like four of my PR friends where he was and like one of my TMZ contacts just to make sure. I don't know any of those people, but I was saying if I were to do such, that would be my approach. Uh, That's the only way I'm going to meet my soulmate. Another email. This one is titled, well, let's see, did you have a title for yours, Eric? Shooting a shot. Eric's email was titled shooting a shot. This email is titled a step towards peace. Hi, my name's Iran and I'm from Iran. Smiley face. I hope that you are fine. In the event of fathoming the true concept of peace coming true, I personally wanted to invite you to visit Iran. (laughs) <laughs> in which you can witness yourself, the rich culture and hospitality of my nation. My people and I are not like how the news pictures us, how the government and politicians behave and decide. So we need people like you to be our ambassadors all around the world, telling others who we truly are, a step towards peace. <sighs> See, this is how bitches go missing. I'm going to Iran. Is this you, Eric? Eric, Can you imagine Eric pivoted and was like, I got another idea shooting a shot. I'm going to go a step towards peace. I honestly, if this isn't Iran's tourism campaign, they need to hire this guy. Cause I'm booking a flight one way. I'm already there. I'm packing my bags to go to Iran. Um, We should read this again just to understand what what just happened to us. Hi, my name's Iran, and I'm from Iran. I hope that you are fine. In the event of fathoming the true concept of peace coming true, which feels like a translation, like the product of a strange translation, I personally wanted to invite you to visit Iran, in which you can witness yourself, the rich culture and hospitality of my nation. My people and I are not like how the news picture us, how the government and politicians behave and decide. So we need people like you to be our ambassadors all around the world, telling others who we truly are, a step towards peace. I mean, this is how you get a girl. This is how you get a girl. It's like, oh my God, I want to save Iran. I'm going to save Iran. (laughs) Can you imagine me being the ambassador for Iran? Bro, you got to Google me again. I don't know if I'm your girl. Unless this is Eric. If this is Eric, is very a clever shift, my friend. It's a clever fucking shift, okay. All I gotta say is I I will see you next week in Iran, and I will I will pin my location to my sister just in case it's the last known contact. But I feel honored. I really feel honored, and I will accept the ambassadorship, Eric. I'll see you soon. <laughs> Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode I was I had fun compiling it all together and finding all these fun photos and things that have happened to me over the past week and thank you again to everybody who has supported my career and who have sent me messages about looking forward to seeing my special and if you guys want to watch this episode, don't forget, you can go to youtube.com forward slash Jessie Mae Peluso. Don't forget to check out the Patreon page. We're going to be adding more things to that. And thank you guys so much. I really appreciate you. I hope this inspired you. I hope it made you laugh. I hope I improved your day. Um, my name's Jessie May. I love you.